And if you are new to the show, I am an actor extraordinaire. 19 years of service, diploma in theater arts. That's been to the bone, ladies and gentlemen, and damn proud of it. Hot. That's ah, hot. You know? You know, what I've been thinking about lately is, um, you know, which is relatable across industry, whatever you do. It's the idea of knowing when it's you. Knowing when it's you. Sorry, I've been like, you know, it's like not my fault. It's like, you know, knowing when it's you. See, it all comes full circle, you know? I was kind of like stumbling and mumbling a little bit during the opening there, right? I'm like, why am I fucking stammering? I'm stumbling, mumbling, slurring words and shit. I'm like, am I fucking drunk? What the hell's going on this morning, right? But I just went for a run, right? So I'm a little, you know, I'm a little gasped. And, you know, just trying to get the breathing back. I'm sucking in my gut for some fucking reason. I don't know why. So it's like, okay, it's not me. It's just I need to calm down a little bit. Ah, Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Okay, calm the fuck down. I'm all riled up. Those seagulls really got me going, you know? It's nothing like about to go record a podcast. It's like, what the fuck do you want? Go back to the sea. Do you see a sea around here? I don't live on a beach, you fucking moron. Fucking seagulls squawking and squeaking in my back parking lot. But, you know, what's relatable across industry is knowing when it's you. You know? Sometimes we come up against challenges and, you know, difficulties and uncertainties and unfairness in a career. And, you know, you can bitch, whine, squawk, bellyache, and kibitz till the cows come home. But sometimes you got to figure out a practical way to move forward, you know? And I'm thinking about in my career, like, what comes to mind is um, when I was graduating from theater arts, when I was graduating from college, <clears throat> a trend in the industry was, um, I would say health, you know, robustness, you know, it was the time of the superhero movie, you know, X-Men, Will Smith was kind of really popping at that time, he had a string of movies come out, like uh, I Am Legend, uh, Ollie, a bunch of these type of movies where, you know, he was in really robust shape, right? So that was like the industry trend it's like actors and actresses were just getting in phenomenal shape kind of stems back to the whole um you know robert de niro raging bull scenario where you know he got really fat and bloated to to play a character but then he also lost a lot of weight and got really robust and strong you know jack lamotta you know <laughs> I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I'm not an animal. I'm not an animal. <laughs> Why fuck you treat me this way? <laughs> fuck you. Fuck your mother. Your mother's cut. Your mother's cut. <laughs> you know, Jake LaMotta, Raging Bull, Robert De Niro. He was in really robust shape, right? 
And um, that was like kind of an industry trend when I was coming out of theater school. Everybody was like getting in shape. Everybody wants to be the amazing Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire. I'd knock it off, right? So I was just like, holy fuck, right? What a bunch of fucking, I don't know what you want to call it. But I'm going to do the opposite because I know better. I'm going to go the Marlon Brando route. You know, I'm going to balloon up to 300 pounds and chain smoke cigarettes and get drunk and smoke pot around the clock. That's pretty much what I did. And, you know, that was a case of it was me. You know, it wasn't the industry. The smarter thing to have done would have been to be like, you know what? Take this as a challenge and an opportunity to compete. Because I was already in fairly good shape. It's not like I had to, you know, I was young, I was healthy, I was active. I didn't really have that far to go. All I had to really do was just, you know, buckle down, knuckle down and hit the gym. Couple sit-ups, couple squats, you know. Next thing you know, I'm hanging out with Tobey Maguire, you know. Amazing Spider-Man Part 5 or whatever, right? I could have done it, <laughs> allegedly. And, um, you know, instead I kind of, I kind of buckled, I kind of caved in. I gave in to the fear. I gave in to the, to the, the fear and, and I, I created imaginary opponents. And it was totally a case of me. It was me, my own short-sightedness. And here we are, 19 years of service, you know? I was up at the crack of dawn. I was up at the crack of dawn this morning, went for a jog, you know? Eating healthy, working out, staying fit, and trying to cultivate whatever opportunities I can with um, my health as a focus. Spiritually, mentally, and physically, body, soul, and mind. Hallelujah. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, actor extraordinaire. I am also a stand-up comedian. Yes, I am. 11 plus years of service. A little sip of coffee. Get the blood flowing. And, um, you know, again... As it is important in industry to know when it is you, it is also important to know when it isn't you. Sometimes it isn't you, and you don't have to take it so personally. Sometimes you're going to be pigeonholed and cornered and stuck in a box in your career, and you might be flipping and floundering and flipping the fuck out, being like, yo! Wagwan, why these motherfuckers be on a motherfucker? You know, why are they on me? Your boomba clot, your ras clot, your blood clot, your back the fuck up. You know, like, you're about to fucking do a drive-by on the fucking boss, you know? That fucking penis wrinkle. Busting your chops, busting your balls, you know? Chafing your vajayjay, you know? Tickling your tits, fucking your day up. What the fuck? It's important to realize when it isn't you. Case in point. There was this mic I used to go to, right? It was an open mic. It was nothing glorious. It was just like a, a workout spot. Comedians generally, they take, up until a certain point, most comedians will take any gig they can 
to refine their act, right? So I was doing this, this room. It was kind of like a, it was a, it was a lower level room, right? It was just kind of like a little workout spot, you know, every week there would be a show and I'd go down there and I'd work on my act. But I started to notice that it was mainly comedians and um, they seemed to have a, uh, a, uh, a penchance or a pentant or whatever the fucking word is. They seemed to have a hard on for um, giggle comics. <laughs> giggle comics. Now, I ain't the defining definition on this, but to me, a giggle comic is like, Somebody who giggles their way through their set. You know, they're up there. <laughs> they tell a joke. So, um, something is something. <laughs> or they have like an even more obnoxious way of doing it, right? Like, <laughs> it's like their fucking catchphrase or something, you know? So something happened and something happened and something happened and uh. <laughs> and then that clues the audience in. Oh, he's... Being funny. Oh, ho, 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 ho. you know, a fucking giggle comic. <laughs> fucking giggle comics, right? Now, as I said, this is my opinion. This is by no means a ultimate definition. And I also realize that there's a difference, right? Sometimes a comedian is very gregarious, charismatic, and, you know, that's a part of their stage performance. They're on stage, they're feeling themselves, the crowd's with them, and they, they laugh out of enjoyment, you know? It's not so much a crutch, right? So there's a difference between, you know, laughing at your own jokes because, you know, you're feeling yourself, you're a part of the crowd, you're feeling yourself, you're feeling the crowd work, and it's a part of the rhythm of the show, and it's a part of your performance. There's a difference between doing that and just being a straight-up giggle comic. <laughs> like laughing at their own fucking jokes, right? I mean, if you dip back into the lexicon of Jonathan Ramcher and the podcast, um, you'll see that many times, you know, I do my little bits, I do my little rants, I do my little bitch wine squawk, belly eating, and kibitzin. But generally, am I hooting and hollering and laughing it up? <laughs> so anyways, um, I woke up this morning and the pigeons and the seagulls were bothering me in the parking lot. And I said to myself, fuck those pigeons. <laughs> like, am I laughing at my fucking jokes here? No, I just drop it. And then, you know, let the chips fall where they may, you know? Let the audience fill in the fucking blank. Is it funny? I don't fucking know. Why don't you figure it out? Not to be so combative, but it's it's about believing in your material. And, you know, it's just kind of tasteless. It's kind of an unwritten thing. That's why I'm trying to say I don't have a definition on this. Right? So suffice to say, death to the fucking giggle comic. You know who you are, you fucking gigglers, right? And fucking chucklers and chortlers out there. Right? So anyway, I'm doing this fucking, like I said, I'm doing this shitty room. And week after week, I'd go there, do this room, and my style's a little, again, different strokes for different folks. A lot of times I would get, you know, I don't know, fairly good reaction, whatever. A lot of times I'd do quite well, but a lot of times it would just be a bunch of disgruntled comics, and, you know, it is what it is. You can't think too much into it. But again, I started to notice, oh, 
the vibe of this room is for the gigglers. The giggle comic. <laughs> and um, that's a perfect example of knowing when it isn't you. I could drive myself crazy. Oh, what the fuck? I'm funnier than a fucking giggle comic. What the hell? How come these people aren't laughing at me? Well, number one, there's no audience. <laughs> it's just a bunch of giggle comics. A bunch of disgruntled giggle comics who only want to giggle for their little giggle friends, you know? Fucking gigabyte. And, and giggity giggity, you know? Fucking whatever the fuck. You know what I'm talking about. Well, see, there I am. I'm Now I'm a giggle comic, you know? <laughs> laughing at my own shit, but... Uh, it's just real sickening, you know? And, you know, I started to realize that, you know, oh, wait, like... I didn't start to. I kind of knew right off the hop. That's just kind of where my experience led me, you know? That's the lie I told myself. I'm like, no, it's not me. It's not me. This is a giggle comic room. And, you know, that's my own definition. It's not, like, set in stone, you know? Don't rake me over the coals on this one, folks. But, um, you know, I started to notice, oh, yeah, this room is really about the giggle comic. And that's just the vibe of the room. And, hey, it's not me. My bag of tricks, my expertise, my je ne sais quoi might be better adapted to a different room. But I can take the... The opportunity, I can take the challenge, do my spot, and go on with my day. Or my night, rather. Shows are usually done at night. So it's like, yeah, I can just go on with my night, and who gives a fuck, right? And that's an example of knowing when it isn't you. Interesting stuff across industry. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. <laughs>